Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Aaron Judge Judge Cast. I'm not Aaron Judge, joined by also not Aaron Judge, and we're here to talk about Aaron Judge. How you doing? I could be. I could be Aaron Judge. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, be. who couldn't? We could all be, right? Yeah. All <laughs> we have to Judge do is, is be six foot seven and a monster and hit fifty seven home runs in like hundred forty games or something like that. <laughs> I need those numbers to be flipped, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Andrew Burns here, Gunshaw there. We're talking about the Yankees and Aaron Judge has brought the dingers back. He was in a, you know, little hiatus for a few days, but, you know, a hiatus is still mostly him walking a ton and getting eight hits anyway. But yeah. he, he had not homered in almost a week, but boy, he sure did last night at Fenway Park. Those are some blasts. Yeah, a quote unquote quiet week for Aaron Judge is still a better week than any of us will ever have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good for him, you know? Yeah. But yeah, his homerless week, I, I pretty much just blame the offense around him because there's no reason to pitch to this man. Yeah, that was like the main problem is that he was one of the few people in the lineup doing anything. So they were like, let's pitch around him and see if the other people can beat us. And during um, the Twins series and the Rays series, the other players did beat them. So that was nice to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it's nice to see a little bit of signs of life. I'm, I've been burned too much recently by the Yankees to be fully on back on board with the holy crap they're back on that train. But there's maybe a little bit of signs of life considering you know the offense has showed up for the past week for the most part. Yeah, I think the part that's the most encouraging is seeing Glaber Torres actually rebound a little bit because yeah. we have not seen Glaber hit like this since the first half. But he's suddenly providing some big hits getting some home runs. Uh, Esteban did a great piece uh, that came out today about his long at bat that ended in a home run against the Rays on Sunday. He had two home runs. So, you know, just getting Glaber back to that guy he was in the first half is so big for this lineup, especially as, you know, they're still missing a whole bunch of pieces and Stanton is still finding his way. There have been some encouraging signs from him too, but yeah. No, absolutely. Because again, Glaber had just been rough to watch along with pretty much the whole yeah. rest of the team, not named Aaron Judge. So it's definitely encouraging to see, and you know, the right time for him to kind of cut back into form because boy, oh boy, do they need it if they plan on doing anything in October. Yeah. And during my like solo podcast last week, I was talking about like, well, I- I'm glad that they've won three in a row against the Twins, but you never really know if that's. Yankees making a comeback or just a mirage caused by the twins. But to their credit, they followed up a couple of dispiriting losses 
and including on Friday night, which is really miserable at Yankee Stadium against the Rays, by really taking care of business the last two days of that weekend series and putting the Rays a little bit further in the rearview mirror. The American League East is not over by any stretch of the imagination yet, but it could be a lot more tense than it is right now. Yeah, and like no, to your point, like I don't claim to be like a baseball history expert. I basically make up what seems right in my head and just believe <laughs> that to be true. Everyone should know this by now. But yeah, the last two games of that Rays series where the Yankees like pretty much easily won and like they weren't really close games by any means whatsoever. And they never ended up even being close to being close. The last two felt like the first time in years that that had been, um, that the Yankees have done that against the Rays of all teams too. Like, you know, I, as everyone knows I hate when the Yankees face any of the AL East teams. So for that to like, be like, actually like not too stressful wins, that's kind of, and like actually them scoring more than five runs in both those games or whatever. I think it was like 10 runs in both of those games. I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is actually this. Uh, that's pretty much what gave me a little bit of hope. It's like, oh crap, they're actually possibly doing something. Yeah, it's one thing to do it in a sort of anomalous performance against a terrible team against the A's when they did that a few weeks ago, but this was a real statement against a big rival who has been a pain in the ass for them for years at this point. So it was good to see, especially in that Sunday game, that, that game was over by the second inning. That was, I wish all games could be like that. I am sorry <laughs> for Yes Network's ratings, but I do not care. Give me all the boring 10 to 1, 10 to 3 wins. Especially at this point. We had enough uh, close yeah. games for comfort. Now yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's like, outs, I mean, that was part of the stress of it, too, is that they kept playing close game after close game after close game. And the pitching staff has really done a good job of, like, you know, dealing with the shit that is the Yankees offense's inconsistency in the second half and that they've mostly, you know, kept the team in ball games. There's been like a few blow ups here and there, but that'll happen with any team. They've still held their own. Yeah. The only reason like all those like miserable losses were even like nail biting and close were two reasons. One is like you said, the pitching has just been phenomenal and, and doing more than they, the, the offense deserves to carry them. And B, like we obviously were a little bit spoiled in the first half where we're like, oh, the Yankees, you know, have been good and whatever. So like maybe you just say, oh, we've seen that one hit. But it's mostly that pitching, man. Like Mm -hmm. it's just been phenomenal. You can't say enough about it. Yeah. And they've um, even during over over, like the past month as you know, they've lost some people to injury, but there have been some comebacks. We've seen Loisaga pitch a lot better than he's looked for most of the season. We've seen, you know, Wandy Peralta still be, uh, you know, a menace out there, even though he's just Wandy Peralta, he knows how to get the job done. And you, you get your contributions from young players like uh, Ron Marinaccio or to a lesser extent, Greg Weiser. People have been stepping up and that work is appreciated, even as Clay Holmes is still like a little bit, a little bit more heart palpitating than I'd like, but oh well. He's obviously not quite Clay Holmes from before the All-Star game where it was just automatic out, but he's not necessarily as bad as he had been before being put on the injured list. Yeah. But he's definitely somewhere in between, still working his way towards you know, making me feel comfortable when he's out there. Right. But I do. I do have to like give shout out to Wandy Peralta. I mean, we've, we've definitely given him praise throughout the season for, for sure. just randomly being the unsung hero of the bullpen. I think even last week you, you gave him a shout out when you did your Mern's cast, as I like to call it, but I just want to shout, shout him out again. The man just looks so goofy when he's like listening into the pitch com or doing whatever the hell he's doing. And then he just throws the pitch and I'm like, I love this man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a wild guy out there too. Like he uncorked his first slider of the whole night in that last pitch to Devers. And yeah. that is just you you gotta have guts to do that. 
Not he, all like, he just laid one the in there too. That was just like a mid nineties fastball, like down the plate and Devers just fouled it off. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wendy's just going to do what Wendy wants to do. Yeah. And we should say that it does seem like the team is going to finally get some reinforcements uh, in a little while, in a little bit, possibly uh, over the course of the next week. In fact, because it seems like Anthony Rizzo's trying to get back uh, possibly for the weekend series against the Brewers at the very least the one next week against the pirates. So even though Marwin has provided some occasional fun bombs during this brief stint as first baseman, it will be good to have Anthony Rizzo back in there, not only for the stability. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't still don't know why Marwin Gonzalez is on this team, but Hey, it's been a fun ride, I guess the last week or so. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, that's right. Getting hits is good. Maybe I won't take two months off next year. I guess he's like one of those guys who needs like consistent playing time. So like maybe you do want to fault the Yankees a little bit for just not using him at all. So that's probably why his bat was as cold. But also like, no, no, (laughs) I don't I don't know if I fully buy that. I think it's just like, like, also no, I think he just wasn't hitting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it seems like we might get an actual center fielder back, too, because maybe, just maybe, Harrison Bader exists. He might be a real person. Yeah, he's been playing rehab games in Somerset, so he's on the comeback trail, and they are hoping to maybe get him as soon as next week. Yeah, they said he'd need about, like, a week's worth of games, Um, Mm -hmm. so... Again, like you said, like I think a lot of reinforcements are looking towards like the end of the Brewers or beginning of the Pirates series. Definitely before I think the four game set against the Red Sox. I think with the current version of what the Red Sox are seeing versus what that they'll see that next week is going to be a lot of different changes. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see Hopefully. how they align their outfield once they get Bader back because he is a center fielder and Judge can slide over, slide back over to right. Do you wonder if they would try as Waldo Cabrera and left just because, because as well as Waldo Cabrera can play anywhere, it seems, even if he's never played there before, really. So I think this is something yeah, that they I mean, should explore. He is the backup first baseman right now, also having never played first base. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing. It's And like, I think Miguel Andujar is theoretically an emergency first baseman as well, but it's they do not want to not do that. <laughs> I actually think Oswaldo Cabrera is ahead of Miguel Andujar, who has played professional for base. Hey, Oswaldo, I will not doubt. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. And looks like there's several relievers who could be coming back soon as well, because Scott Efros is tossed, is tossed to bullpen. He's probably going to get into some rehab games this weekend. He will be a great guy to get back in there, because he was a big yeah. uh trade deadline edition from the Cubs and looked good in his first, you know, uh, I guess a couple of weeks as a Yankee before going down with an injury, but I mean, he he's someone, like the, yeah, he's, he's definitely the bright spot of the trade deadline at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, Andrew Benintendi had a few hot weeks in there, but yeah, he's on the shelf for a little bit. He is very much in the, who knows, maybe he'll come back. He thinks he could come back and Boone sort of thinks he could come back. So maybe, but I, I will not bank on it until he is in rehab games. Right. Oh, also, uh, I guess the oldest Chapman probably going to be back soon from his Idiot. dumb tattoo injury. <laughs> but, yeah, in my notes, I just <laughs> Chapman parentheses tattoo, comma idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think that many Yankees fans are like eagerly awaiting his return or anything, but we will have to see him again soon. So, 
general awareness. It's on our minds. And then, yeah, so apparently Zach Britton's also in some, Somerset's just packed these days. So if you're close to Somerset, go watch a game. Yeah, he was in Scranton for a few games, but now he's back in Somerset. I think just because of Scranton's road trip, but it... I think yeah, just because like keep him in the New Jersey, New York area. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it, it does seem like they are more hesitant to say anything for sure about he will return. They want to, I guess, I think get a better read on how his rehab is going versus just throwing him back in there, which I think makes sense, just because he's coming back from such a major procedure. Yeah, no, absolutely, like. Boone, like Boone's comments, I think specifically were like, we're still not sure if he's definitely going to be an option this year, but we're just going to see how these first few games go and how he responds to it. And then just make a decision off of that, which is basically not wanting to put too much pressure on him. Cause I mean, even if he just makes one appearance this year, it's just still going to be incredible because nobody expected to see him again in the Yankees uniform right. <laughs> when uh, he went down last year. Yeah. And it seems like we'll get Luis Severino next week. There was some thought that he might appear this week, but they decided to have him do just one more rehab start. And then probably against the Pirates, he'll come back to the rotation. Yeah. According to Brian Hoke, uh, the September 21st game against the Pirates is what they're eyeing for Severino. Yeah. So they will have some... Uh, John wrote about this the other day. They have like a roster crunch coming up to decide how they're going to move some of these guys who they have on their roster back to AAA. Uh, we'll probably see like, you know, uh, Andrew Har back AAA, probably see Greg Weissert back. I think Ryan Weber is still technically on this team. He'll be back in AAA as well. Probably Oswald Peraza. They're not playing him. So, I mean. Yeah, I think, I think Oswald Peraza is probably going to go down at some point, um, which stinks, but because you just want to see, you see him uh, play. But like you said, he's not really playing right now, so you might as well send him down. Yeah, no, if they're committed to IKF and shortstop, then that's not changing for the rest of this year. So yeah. whatever. Um, right. Does, this, do not send down Cabrera or Marinaccio, otherwise I will write. <laughs> I think Marinaccio could be in trouble. I don't know. It depends like how many reliever how many of these relievers do make successful comebacks just because there isn't really a lot of wiggle room on the pitching staff other than like Weiser and Weber and right. you know you swap in like an Efros and Chapman in there and then you still got questions about uh if Britain comes back Miguel Castro's probably on the rehab trail as well again like someone who I don't think anyone is like super devoted to but someone who must be considered um Severino will need a roster spot as well that might be Clark Schmitz uh so they have some questions to deal with and ideally they do have to answer those questions and no one else gets hurt hear me out though hear me out you ready for this it's this is a this is a brand new fresh idea on how they can make this work go a role this Chapman designated for assignment (laughs) uh if only (laughs) if only (laughs) if only the Yankees listen to us Mm, yeah now I think uh, we are probably stuck with uh, Chappie until the end of this year, and hopefully that is it. But... I swear, I, 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 don't, I don't even want to talk about it right now. I don't no, want to talk about no, it. Right now. Aaron Judge is good, and that's all that matters. Yeah, let's focus on the positives. <laughs> Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge, and holy shit, he might hit like sixty-five home runs or more. <laughs> Seventy-four or bust. <laughs> yeah, he is not terribly far behind like the Bonds and McGuire pace. That's going to require a few more multi-homer games, like 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 last night. But who are we to doubt the man? Realistically, I know it probably will happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, 
as I realistically, I know it probably will not happen to get to 74, but the fact that there's even a chance to even get there at some point or get close to it is phenomenal. And I will 100% go Super Saiyan rage angry against the rest of the offense for basically not giving him a better shot at getting that. Because I think if they perform and like aren't basically just the worst, then Aaron Judge has a lot better shot because the teams actually have to pitch to him because there's actual threats around him. Yeah. I mean, a couple weeks ago, they were talking, like, I, I remember, uh, like, on one of the broadcasts, somebody was talking about how Aaron Judge was only, like, third in MLB for intentional walks. And then, like, to, uh, yester- as of yesterday or today or whatever it was, he led to MLB in intentional walks just because they're like, why? I mean, a yeah, lot of that like, has to do with no uh, this. A lot of that has to do with extra innings, garbage, nonsense, stupid rules anyway, but still. Yeah, the Twins had only issued, like, I think nine intentional walks on the season or something before their their series against the Yankees, and then they intentionally walked Judge, like, three times because it's like, yeah, yeah no point. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, like, it's funny that he is homered on some of the pitches that he has because it felt like on Twitter at the time people were, like, saying, why are you pitching to him in this instance? And yeah. for some reason they did, and he hit it out, so... Thank you, opponents. It's like it's like the 2011 Super Bowl when Bill Belichick is telling the Patriots defense to make uh, make Man- Mario Manningham beat you, except Mario Manningham just doesn't make the catch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is. Yes. Oh boy. So I, I also have a, a personal gripe now uh, that has been pointed out to me on Twitter by Mike Petriello, who has noted that the Camden Yards left field wall pushback has cost Judge a home run this year. So. How That's dare it. You? I'm going. I'm I'm on my way to Baltimore. <laughs> All right, we're gonna push the wall in myself. <laughs> you just see like an image of me just like pushing the wall. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those so, are the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's nice to you know be able to podcast about the Yankees and laugh about them a little bit because yeah, uh, and not in like a you know dry. <laughs> this sucks. What the hell is going on? Laugh. No, it, it's actually been a decent week, <laughs> yeah. which we haven't said in a while. Mm-hmm. The two weeks off was also just a nice little break for myself. I know you only got one week off. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were on vacation far away from the Yankees to where they could not hurt you. They, they tried their darndest, I'll tell you, because my phone kept giving me updates. Like, hey, hey, by the way, the Yankees lost again. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. <laughs> but then I just looked at, you know, the ocean and uh, the Caribbean Sea, and I was like, okay, this is better. It's like, oh, I suppose this is an improvement. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Yankees, uh, as we speak, their magic number is 15 with uh, 20 games to go. So good signs. I appreciate that the Rays and Blue Jays have so many games against each other to beat each other up while the Yankees hopefully continue to whittle down. So good signs. We will take it. And the sooner they wrap this division up, knock on wood, the better. Absolutely. Although my magic number is 17 with 20 games to go, but that's just what gets, you know, us to number 74. <laughs> yeah, that's a different magic number. <laughs> <laughs> that's my magic number. <laughs> Judge's magic number. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll take this moment for an ad break and we will be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. 
That's BlueNile.com. And we're back. So we're going to go check in with uh, Kunja's BRF Top 12 update, which actually is a bit of an update since we haven't done this feature in a couple weeks now. Yeah. Um, for, well, first of all, the top five actually looks like what I would expect the Yankees top five to probably look like. And like, you know, just on paper in a normal world where everything was just fine and dandy, obviously led by Aaron Judge, DJ LeMahieu, Nestor Cortez, Glaber Torres and Garrett Cole. That's I do appreciate that um, Nestor, the, the, the normal world is Nestor Cortez being third on the team in work. Oh, absolutely. His mustache. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Now, this is where things start to get a little wonky because, um, IKEF is apparently the sixth most valuable Yankee, according to baseball reference. Yeah, so, the, on- the only people who love IKF's defense more than baseball reference are the Yankees. <laughs> their internal metrics are just the baseball reference more. Yeah. Than the <laughs> it's like, hey, we've been doing the sorting. It's great. <laughs> so, uh, Twitter the shop put us onto this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's somehow over there. Although I will say, there was a point last week where while I was on my vacation, I looked at the leaderboard and IKF was at fourth and I almost had a conniption. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like, to, I think I DM'd you at like two o'clock in the morning. Like, what the f***? Why is he, excuse my language, sorry. Why is he fourth on the team? Yeah, that uh, was troubling. Yeah. But anyway, and then after him, it's just like a, an ode to the dead Yankees with uh, Anthony Rizzo. Matt Carpenter, Josh Donaldson, who's, I guess, technically not dead and came back uh, from the paternity list, but, like, he's there. Uh, Jose Trevino, who's uh, uh, fallen quite a bit in the past few weeks. Michael King still hanging around. Uh, Just a testament to everything he did in the first three months of the season, basically, that he's still hanging around here. But Matt Carpenter, too, doing it in, like, two months. (laughs) Right. I don't know if they're, like, this year's versions of Corey Kluber, because Corey Kluber hung on last year for a long ass time after his no hitter and then just basically he died yeah. but i don't know if it was just because that team was more pathetic or what the situation is but i think it was just like more this... pathetic <laughs> yeah <laughs> whereas carpenter and king actually have good reason to be there so <laughs> kudos to them and then enter wandy wandy, wandy. Peralta, man <laughs> first time i've seen him on the list <laughs> shout out to the dude shout outs yeah that's your top 12 ikf right in the middle for yeah, reasons unbeknownst to anybody. He's good. Got some recent dads on there too, since uh, you know, Trevino just came back from paternity. Josh Donaldson was on paternity. Someone else was on paternity not too long ago as well, who I'm blanking on. But Trevino and Josh Donaldson and damn, who the hell else was it? I don't remember. Oh, uh Marwin Gonzalez. <laughs> He's not a he doesn't count. <laughs> I just remember he was on paternity because it was like it was a, during a time of like a weird roster shuffle where it's like Miguel Andujar was like up for a doubleheader, but then he like came back the next day because the guy was on paternity. Yeah, it was all weird. Anyway, yeah. Also, Miguel Andujar is back on this team, and that's still very weird to me. But yeah, he hasn't been his terrible this request. month. I'll give him that. His trade request has been for not. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. People know that we're not big Andujar heads, but he has at least gotten some hits this month. I will be glad when he is not in the regular lineup anymore. But yeah, at least he got his first home run. Yeah, took him took him long of enough the year, of the year of the year. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's going on. The BRF update. Hurrah! By the way, just a brief aside to Garrett Cole at fifth uh, with maybe. 
the most underwhelming possible record-setting season we'll see because Seriously. he might pass uh, Ron Guidry's franchise record for single-season strikeouts. He's not terribly far off as the last I checked. I think he was only like 20. Yeah, like 21 off, and he will have time to get there, I think. So uh, that could happen in a season in which most people have been like, eh. <laughs> yeah, especially because yeah, his he's got he's got a crazy home run problem and yeah, he's got it, a pitch at Fenway problem. Yeah, it was really annoying because like he only gave up like four hits yesterday, but three of them were home runs. And I acknowledge that one of them was like a very bullshit home run down the line to the pesky pole, but also Yankee Stadium is not exactly known for uh, deep le- deep right field either. So right, <laughs> so. Get the homers under control, my guy. Please and thank you. Yeah. Do not need that happening in the postseason. Thank you very much. No. It's almost like if the, the, like if the, if the Red Sox weren't just trash and like could actually make the playoffs, I'm like, I might consider not starting Garrett Cole there. <laughs> it's like, well, you're, you could be a Yankee Stadium starter, my man. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. He could start against the Red Sox, just not at Fenway. Right, right. And I guess one other small thing, it's good to see Nestor back in the rotation. He had an abbreviated start um, in his comeback uh, just because he was on a pitch count, but he certainly seemed to have that same Nestor spark to him. So we'll be glad to get him stretched stretch back out as the playoffs loom ahead. I am still very much believing my, not only my own personal, but like some of the rumored conspiracy theory about basically it was just an, uh, an opportunity to kind of give him a break and limit his innings a little bit. Yeah, I could. It was probably like something that maybe a guy who's used to that many innings may have like pitched through a little bit, or maybe just would have skipped a start. But they understood like, well, let's just uh, shut you down. For, yeah, like, exactly. A tiny it's, bit here, and it, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think that'll do it for the B ref section uh, yeah, for upcoming. Just... Upcoming, they are finishing out their road trip. First, they got the game at boston tonight and then three in milwaukee where they have not played since 2014 so that's fun i mean that'll be interesting uh andrew mccutcheon's still in the brewers right he is still in the brewers ah, look at me some things about baseball <laughs> but that'll be a fun little reunion i guess i'll wear my andrew mccutcheon yankees jersey for that series <laughs> in honor in honor well uh in i think two weeks i'm going to see the braves play the phillies and uh, I am going to wear the Andrew McCutcheon Phillies shirt that I got. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Why not? Love a cutch. Yes. Love a cutch. And after that, they will go back home and they got the Pirates for two to hopefully beat up on. And then their last series of the season against the Red Sox. So uh, fortunately, the Yankees have a lighter September schedule, but, you know, still got to win those ball games. <laughs> Because this team, after that West Coast road trip where they went like three and four against the A's and Angels, you don't take anything for granted. Not anymore. No. But again, hopefully there's a little bit of consistency starting to form again, a little bit of life, and the Yankees will just take care of business. Yeah. Hey, if Aaron Judge keeps hitting a million home runs, then that will be good in my expert opinion. Aaron Judge hit two home runs a night challenge. Do yes. it! <laughs> hey, that'll get him to uh, 74 and then some. And then some. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's uh, wrap up with the Yankee and Manfred of the week. Who you got for Yankee of the week? The easy choice is obviously Aaron Judge, but I'm going to go with Wandy Peralta. We've praised him enough. I don't think he's received this award yet, at least from me. So, you know, he's been overdue. He's 
came in yesterday in relief of Clay Holmes and just basically took care of business. I love how goofy he looks, like I mentioned earlier. And uh, he's officially entered the leaderboard, so he needs his he needs his props. Yes, so same. I'm sure he will be taking an audio clipping of this and framing it somehow and keeping it as a prized possession. But because Juan de Peranta, Yankee of the Week. He's going to turn it into one of those, like, you know, staples, that was easy buttons. But instead <laughs> of that was easy, it'll just play your voice talking about it. <laughs> my voice. Juan de Peranta, Yankee of the Week. It's like, ah, yes, I am. Thank you very much, Kunshaw. Who <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely know. <laughs> yes. All right. Um. Yeah, I, I guess like I should say, we'll, we'll technically say that Aaron Judge is both of our Yankees of the week because that's very, very obvious. But yeah. my for our runner-up Yankees of the week, we'll say you want to also, I'll say Glaber Torres for mine just because it's good to see a, a mini Glaber Sans afoot. Uh, yeah. The basis clearing double last night at Fenway was delightful. Thank you, sir. More of that, please. And, you know, more of keeping the lineup more than just Aaron Judge. Yeah, that's he needs it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so who is your man for the week? Derek Cole. Learn how to pitch at Fenway, my guy. <laughs> simple. It's simple. Got him. I don't. I, I, it's annoying. You have you. You're a 324 million dollar pitcher. You're being paid to be the best pitcher in the in the league. Uh, you're obviously not the best pitcher in all of baseball, and that's not a knock to Garrett Cole. It's because Jacob Degrom exists and so on. But like, you're up there. You, it can't be a trend where there's like one place or one one or two things that just you can't do when you're supposed to be the best pitcher on the team, one of the best pitchers in the league as a whole. Not not even just talking about American League. You're supposed to be one of the top guys. Like, do it, man. Yeah, I have. I do have confidence in Cole in like playoff appearances. Absolutely, but not at yeah, Fenway it's Park. it's something that he's gonna have to do eventually because yeah, he's play at Fenway Park a lot. Newsflash. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so. Yeah. Who's your Manfred of the Week? Uh, my Manfred of the Week is the uh, not-so-dearly-departed Ronald Guzman, who turned in one of the worst performances <laughs> by a Yankee I have ever seen when he went, like, over 5 in the first game of that doubleheader against the Twins, made a very bad base-running mistake, uh, by like not really, duck- but he like ducked out of the way of a throw when like you know you, if you let that go off you, then it's going to the outfield or at least run down the line. It's the extra innings, my guy. And he basically never played again and got DFA. So. Yeah, he came in for what like a like a defensive replacement or something at one point, right? And yeah, in that was game it. And that was about it. Yeah, he never I, batted he, again. Yeah. I think he would have been my man for the week if it wasn't just so funny that the Yankees basically just be- noped him out of town. Like, yeah, no, nope, our bad. No, yeah, then, I mean, yeah, okay. in fairness, you know, they did end up winning that game anyway, but boy, boy, oh boy, was that just not pleasant to watch. <laughs> and I don't think the Yankees were particularly impressed by it either because they're like, yes, Marwin is the new first baseman. Our backup is this guy who's never played before. Uh, bye. <laughs> and then our third string is the guy who has played before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Bye-bye, Ronald Guzman. We hardly knew ye, and I'm happy for it. <laughs> yeah, I do not think the Ronald Guzman era will be uh, fondly recalled in tales of Yankee lore. Nope. Yeah. There was some other like dishonorable mention. I was gonna... Oh, yeah, Aaron Hicks. Um, that was also pretty miserable on Friday against the Rays when he just like dropped a ball in left field and 
didn't really go after it until oh, they're like, yeah. I that was part of the that. um the oh no or the or the Yankees reverting back to bad last week. So fortunately, he I don't think has started since then. He got a pinch hit walk last night, which is very odd and surprising, but okay. Thank you, Juris Familia, who is no longer on the Red Sox, I think, because he couldn't Juris figure out how to get Aaron Hicks out. Of the, of the Ronald Guzman treatment, like, you can't get this guy out, you're done. Yeah, get, go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I learned I learned yesterday that he was on the Red Sox, and I learned today that he was not on the Red Sox. Yeah. Well, farewell. But Aaron Hicks is still on this roster for now, anyway. I absolutely yeah. cannot start a game for this team again. God, yeah. Or if it's like he's starting a game, it'll have to be like, okay, we've clinched already and everyone's hungover. You can start Aaron Hicks. <laughs> Fine, I'll consider it then. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll think about it. Maybe. Like one of those um, post-Jeter walk-off lineups in 2014 that oh, Matt yeah. F loves so much. <laughs> yeah. The nothing matters anymore games yeah uh, whatever you can you can start at cleanup austin romine why not <laughs> all right i think are we are we done i think that well, does it yeah. it's been a good week keep it up yeah okay go team go uh you can follow us on twitter at pinstrip alley follow me on twitter at merns psa uh what is one recommendation you would make from your vacation go snorkeling with turtles that's it's awesome i mean a good base level honestly yeah no we uh it was like we so my wife and i went to tulum uh and that was one of the excursions offered by uh, like the resort we were staying at and it was honestly just incredible like there's turtles like literally like five feet below me they come up to breathe and they're like literally two feet away from me and it's like just absolutely amazing and breathtaking and makes you really not give a crap about the yankees yeah, so sometimes turtles. that's appreciated. It's appreciated. Turtles are better than the New York Yankees, folks. You heard it here first. Dum dum. Do 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 do. We bring this <laughs> urgent new breaking news to Sports Center. Breaking news: Turtles better than Yankees, except Aaron Judge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Man, none none of the turtles are Aaron Judge. So you know. No, Although no. it would be funny if you saw an Aaron Judge-sized turtle. Oh, I would be genuinely terrified. He's like, oh no, he's going to kill me. Imagine a seven foot turtle. Like, what do you do? You want me to be, respond normally to that? But then, but then it high fives you like you did that one fan at Fenway last night. Okay, fine. It's worth the death. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good. All right. Go Yankees. And let's uh, let's clinch this AOE ASAP. Please. Woo! Please and thank you. <laughs>